Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, gilmores.ie, to see the amazing 222 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. How are you getting on this Wednesday morning? Hope you're doing well. Belinda Carlisle, Heaven is a place on earth kicking us off this morning. You can get in touch. The text and WhatsApp lines are open 086-1800-658. Lots to get through on the programme today. Really excited to chat to our first guest, Paul Ronan. He's playing Anto Collins in Fair City and he has a fairly explosive storyline that is ongoing at the moment as his character becomes consumed by a gambling addiction and apparently a lot of people are very much uh, affected by this storyline and are even stopping Paul in the street to have a chat about it so we're going to be chatting to him all about that and Fair City has moved times as well so it's not going to be on tonight it's going to be on Friday okay so I've got all the details of that as well and today is Word Foolery Wednesday and our regular contributor the brilliant author Grace Tierney from Stamullen County Mead is going to be joining us and this week she has a garden themed word foolery because I think just don't, you know, maybe jinx it too much. But I think the sun is out today, is it? Or has it gone back behind a cloud? But anyway, we should be sitting in the garden. So it's a garden themed word foolery. We're going to be finding out about the interesting and downright strange history and origin stories behind the words. Um, but every month she sends us a mystery word which she doesn't like to reveal. She likes to kind of test us. And today's word is a real head scratcher of a word. It really is. So every month we have this mystery word and you can play along for a bit of fun. And we're asking you, the one rule that we're asking you with this is that you don't Google it. It's more fun when you don't Google it. All of the suggestions are hilarious and we'll just know if you cheat. Okay, so today's word, I don't know. I think she's made this word up. Okay, the word is Whittle Ganger. Whittle Ganger. So W-H-I-T-T-L-E Ganger. G-A-N-G-E-R. What on earth is it? I don't know. It sounds like a made up word. Now, I'm breaking it down, okay? So whittle, to whittle something, is kind of to carve, you know, a whittler. Someone carves or something. Or perhaps reducing something in size, maybe. I know that. Ganger, I don't know. So all I've thought of, okay, is... Is it a gang of people who love wood carving? You know, whittle gangers. I mean, I don't know how threatening they would be if you were to come up against a whittle ganger. I'm just envisioning word carving gang. But instead of beating you up, they'll just whittle you down to size their words. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. She hasn't told me. But it's more fun when we come up with our own suggestions of what this word might mean. So I'm asking you, do you have any idea what a whittle ganger is? Are you a whittler yourself? Do you know what this means? Maybe I am way off course with this and I've no doubt that Grace is probably chuckling to herself listening to me right now. So we're asking you just for a bit of a, you know, brain kind of exercise on a Wednesday morning. It's the midweek. It's the bit of a midweek slump that we're having. What's a whittleganger? Suggestions, please. The more hilarious, the better. 086 1800 658. 
There's Ed Sheeran in Photograph on LMFM's 11 to 1. I love it. I love it every single month when we do word foolery and we have a mystery word and we try to guess on 086-1800-658 what exactly the word could mean. We The word this month is Whittleganger. I just think she's made this up but look we're getting suggestions coming in on 086-1800-658 we have uh, somebody I'm not sure who this is on WhatsApp uh, oh it's Anita she says Whittle was also known as an ingrowing toenail so maybe a gang of ingrowing toenails lol she says okay so Whittle was an ingrown toenail I didn't know that that's interesting. Okay, we might go with that, Anita. We'll keep that in the back burner there. Thank you for that. Uh, also, Jamie on WhatsApp, he's saying, now this is good. This is now somebody with a brain switched on. He goes, well, a doppelganger is when you have two identical people. Doppel literally meaning double. So along those lines, maybe a whittleganger is a group of identical people. <laughs> no idea. I don't know uh, if that's really it, but whittleganger, doppelganger, is it somewhere in that kind of wheelhouse look we never know it's brainstorming we're throwing ideas out here on 086-1800-658 Bernie Conlin in Balmacani says is it somebody who doesn't know when to leave someone's home interesting interesting now Bernie where did you come up with that a whittleganger like how would you even use that in a a sentence really (laughs) my question keep them coming in what do we think the word whittleganger means we need to come up with a meaning before Grace comes on the programme a little bit later on for word foolery 086-1800-658 now we've prizes galore we've prizes galore to tell you all about just after these 11 to 1 we have prizes galore in the show today Father's Day is coming up this weekend. I know, it's on Sunday. You better run out and get a present quick. But if you check in with LMFM's Facebook page tomorrow, you'll have the chance to win a €100 MyMead prepaid debit card, okay? Nice. This can be used in hundreds of shops and restaurants throughout County Mead. And not alone that, but if you purchase a €50 MyMead shop local card anytime from today until this Friday, you'll receive an extra €10 bonus, making it the ideal Father's Day gift or a lovely end of year gift for your favourite teacher. Very good. So that's all happening on LMFM's Facebook page. Right here in the show, though... We have more tickets to give away to Marty Morrissey's Marty Party Variety Show. It's coming to the TLT Drogheda on Friday, June 24th. He has special guests, Eurovision winners Paul Harrington and Charlie McGettigan. Sandy Kelly, the Drogheda Male Voice Choir is in there as well. Drogheda Brass Band, Tommy Fleming and many more. Prizes and crack galore on the night. Tickets are available right now from the TLT box office and the TLT.ie. Would you like to go along? It's very simple. All you have to do is text or WhatsApp us the word PARTY followed by your own details to 086-1800-658. These tickets have been in huge demand over the last few days. We're giving away tickets on the drive, late lunch as well as the breakfast show. But if you want to get your hands on them right now, PARTY followed by your own details 086-1800-658. We're going to be going back to Whittleganger. Lots of suggestions coming in on 086-1800-658. Let's have some more music though. Here's Tom Grennan. There's Tom Grennan. Little bit of love on LMFM's 11 to 1. Yesterday, I was talking about the smash hit Netflix series Squid Game and the fact that there is definitely a season two on the horizon. But we've more news on the Squid Game front, which is really, really interesting. Netflix has announced that it's going to bring mega hit series Squid Game to life. Oh yeah, with a new reality competition series. So, as people will know, fans of this will know, the dystopian Korean drama series became a huge, huge hit. Uh, It was the biggest TV show ever on Netflix and fans will now be able to apply for Squid Game, the challenge. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) Even the music is terrifying. So the challenge will see 456 real players enter the game in pursuit of a prize of $4.56 million. Amazingness. So it's going to host the largest cast and cash pot prize in reality TV history. It's a 10-part competition which will see competitors uh, through a series of games inspired by the original show alongside some new additions as well. So the terrifying girl in the playground. 
all of that. Now, look, you're not going to obviously die like in net, not like in the series, but uh, it's going to be basically you'll go home empty-handed if you can't compete. Amazing. Do you have what it takes though to play in Squid Game? I mean, I would just be horrifically bad. I think. Do you know? If I was to join the Squid Game, I don't think I'd be any good at any of this. But if you think you have what it takes, squidgamecasting.com, that's where you have all of the details of this. So you'd be playing the real live games, 4.56 million up for grabs. You'd be up against 456 other players, though, and there'll be just eliminations after eliminations each time the games uh, are played. But really intriguing. What a genius move from the creators of Squid Game to create a reality TV show around that is something I would watch brilliant squidgamecasting.com for more details now you've probably seen the trailer at this stage for uh, Fair City because the show has promised a summer of sharp edge storylines for fan favourites Anto, Carol and James here's a little teaser of the trailer for Fair City at the moment oh how did I end up here people get hurt all the time it's inevitable that you'll upset a few people it's not my job to save them. Lying, robbing money. That's business. Nothing you can do about it. There's no point in them coming crying to me. It was only supposed to be a bit of fun. How could I have done this to them? They know they're onto a good thing. They just need to do what they're told, keep quiet, and we'll all be in the green. How did I end up here? He needs to deal with the consequences. Fair City. Oh, it's explosive stuff happening in Fair City. And uh, my first guest is a man that has enjoyed some fairly good storylines, but until now, he is really now ramping it up in terms of what he has to play. He is uh, playing Anto in the, in the soap and it's a gambling addiction. That's the kind of storyline for him, but it's caught up with him now at the moment. We're going to be chatting to Paul Ronan from Fair City just after these. 11 to 1. Things are heating up on Ireland's longest running soap as Fair City has promised a summer of sharp edge storylines for fan favourites Anto, Carol and James who'll all struggle with the choices that they make. Now my first guest this morning is a man that, a man that has enjoyed some fairly big explosive line storylines since he made his debut in 2018 but he's caught now in a web of lies as a gambling addiction catches up with him. Paul Ronan has played the part of Anto Collins brilliantly and has been a fan favourite since his arrival in 2018. 18. He's no stranger to our screens though because before that he starred in Striking Out, Bally Angel, The Tudors as well as memorable roles in films The Devil's Own, Ordinary Decent Criminal Veronica Guerin to name just a few No doubt he is relishing getting stuck into this meaty storyline in Fair City. I'm delighted to be joined by Paul Rowan and he's on the line with me now How are you doing Paul? Hi, how are you? That's a great introduction, my God. Thanks very much. <laughs> it's well deserved. Yeah. It's well deserved. Now, well. We're, we're delighted to have you on this show and we are just gripped by the storyline over the past couple yeah. of nights. It's really heating up. Now, we always knew Anto was a bit of a sort of Del Boy character, but he's he's really in over his head, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he was always a kind of, a, as you say, a Del Boy when not even as good as Del, as Del, as Del Boy at doing <laughs> what Del Boy does. But, but um. But he was always a kind of a trustworthy, you know, kind of nice, solid guy you could depend on. But now it's uh, it's gone really bad. I mean, he's uh, he's gone down a, a dark tunnel, and he's I don't know how he's going to get himself out of it. <laughs> yeah, you know? absolutely. And you know, gambling addiction, huge, huge issue in this country. I mean, we saw numbers skyrocket over COVID lockdowns. A really important storyline, I think, to bring to the screen. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's um. It's it's uh, like it's a problem now that's uh, really I've learned more about it since I started doing this uh, this particular part of the um, of the, the story. It's it's like it's it's kind of under the surface, and yet it's not because these um, apps that people are using and the young people are using. I mean, I was in a chemist recently, and um, uh, the guy behind the counter said to me, um, "He said, you know, I have these." betting apps that you use. Now, I don't I don't gamble. I don't have the apps. Uh, um, I don't know anything about the gamble. I often have to check, is that the right phrase or is that yeah. the right term? But, um, yeah, he was telling me that like one day um, when the when you're doing really well on the apps, they will reduce the amount of money you can make, the money, your, your prize money, and um, increase the odds. 
So you, you, you have a lesser chance. But when you're doing when you're doing badly and you seem to be drifting away and not gambling, they'll throw three, there's thirty bucks there. Go, yeah. go bet, go gamble. So it really is they're, they're they're keeping you hooked, keeping you on the hook. And there hasn't been gambling reform in this country mm. for a long time. And you know, I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with gambling. Everyone likes to have fluffer and yeah. you know the Grand National there, and it's now and again. I, I, you know, and even if someone is a regular gambler, but I, I it, it, you know, it's fine once once um, it's not that it's under control, but once you're enjoying it, and it's not, um, it's not grabbing a hold of you, you know. So, um, Anto is really, really after getting very quickly addicted to this this buzz that you know this this release of of um, the, the chemical in the brain yes. that makes you kind of really get a get a high, you know. And he, and, oh, and you and, see and, that and portrayed so well in, in how you're portraying yeah. this, because like that, you, you you get this whole idea of oh my god, he's addicted, he's got this buzz going, he's going to keep doing it, and we're all shouting at the television because he's lying and yeah. lying, and and we're going I oh my know. god, what are you doing? I mean, what did you oh. have to do? Because as you mentioned there, you only enjoyed the odd flutter. So what did you have to do in terms of research to kind of wrap your head around this really challenging storyline? <laughs> Well, I looked at it from two angles, like from the um, from the from from the the, the angle of the, the the effect it has on the addict, and I use that term because that's what they are—the mm. addict and their family and their 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 friends and family. Because the the, the collateral damage on on uh, and gambling from a gambling addiction is huge. It's collo- it's like it's life changing. You look if people have lost everything, yeah. and not just the person who gambled, you know. Um, I looked at it from that point of view, and also um, point of view of like, is it is it a physical addiction? Is it is it you know? I mean, if a person is addicted to drugs, um, you know, when they're taken off those drugs, they have a physical uh, they have a physical uh, reaction. They, they they their body is goes into a, a, a state of shock, and 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 it's I was and, and yes, they do. Yeah. I mean, an addict to a gambling addict will. Um, Will actually become very edgy and mm. jumpy, and 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 will suffer from insomnia, and and will appear their their physical um, behavior will change, will definitely change if it's taken away from them. You know, yeah, um, yeah and that's I really interesting in the, sorry, yeah. aspect of it. Yeah, as you say, because you know you'd associate that kind of with 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 withdrawals from a drug addict, but this is similar in terms of it had to yeah. impact on you, you know, so physically like that. And I mean, I believe people are stopping you in the street to talk about this as well. Oh yeah, very much so. Um, I mean, in, in the at the you know, petrol station there recently, there was a guy pulled up. I mean, drawn a horse box, and it it was a nice horse box. I reckon it was a nice horse inside. It was, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't an old mag now, when I <laughs> use that term. But like it was, it looked like it was could have been a racehorse or a trotter or whatever. They, but um, he um, he started talking to me about how how yeah, it's a very important subject. Some of his friends, you know, have become addicted to it. And then he said, well, you know, I'm not addicted. Uh, I do gamble. He said, but I, you know, when I bet it's only horses, and uh, I bet um, you know, twenty horses or twenty races one after the other. And they're accumulators, and I'm like, wow. And he's telling me his system, and it sounded like Anto talking to me. You know, oh, wow. I'm not addicted, but yeah. this is what I do. You know, and that's the first so thing, isn't it? This denial, and it's kind of about admitting it. And you know, as 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 we see with Anto, he's kind of getting rumbled now, isn't he? Because Sharon has discovered that the credit card situation, they're all maxed out. Very much so, yeah. And um, even the, the fact that he has credit cards that are not. Um, uh, that yeah, she didn't know that. Yeah, you know, he's just going and applying. You can get a credit card so easily. So he just applies for it, get it, max it out, and then he's just he's trying to keep them paying off the minimum payment, but still looking for that one big win, that big hit to to, to keep everything right. And of course, it's not really the um, the win that they're addicted to. Um, believe it or not, it's the uh, it's the the, the 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 excitement of the race itself. Yeah. Yeah, it's in that you know, moment. The the like, come on, come on, come on. It's yeah. that adrenaline thing. Once the race is over, when there's a draw, that's it. Yeah, as you say, that's, gone, you know? oh, that's so interesting to get into that mindset, yeah. like you say, and, and to come kind of submerged in that as an actor is is pretty incredible. So in terms of, and I know you're probably keeping this very tight to the chest, is there anything that you can reveal about what might happen with him over the next week or so? Well, um, I over the next week or so, yeah, well... I'm trying to remember because we are three weeks behind yeah, in exactly. what we filmed. Um, but um, 
he just keeps getting caught. He just keeps on lying, but he's, I don't know where he is now, but he does some pretty low, really low stuff. That Even when we were reading it at the read-through in the morning, on the Monday mornings, we do read-through in rehearsal, and I was, I was like, oh my God, he's going to do that, you know? Okay. And it's like, it's like, it's, I can't really reveal it because it's, it's, I suppose, a bit of a shocker. It's a bit of like, oh, God, okay, no, don't, don't that, you know? keep us at the edge of our seats. But we can only, we, yeah. our, the, the brain cogs are going now. What's he going to do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, absolutely. And you know, this, this is a, 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 any actor, you know, matter what their pedigree. And I know you have a really, really interesting career that I could talk to you all day about, Paul, because you're an actor yeah. that grafted. You grafted so hard for your for your craft. You really did. And it's not been yeah. all glamour. It really hasn't. Uh, but for you to walk on the set in 2018 of, you know, Ireland's most beloved soap and it's so long running and so established, that must have been quite a career high for you. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, it was kind of scary because I, um, you know, I had friends that were in the soap and friends that had come and gone from the soap. And it was still very, um, yeah, it was it was still very um, kind of a, a new world to me because I was, I hadn't, um, I'd never re- rehearsed or worked. And, and I know it's different, you see, because it's it's much faster. Yeah. Like when you're, when you're doing so much faster, you really got to, um, be on top of your game, and it's going to kind of sharpen me up a bit because, um, you know, your instincts sometimes they come to you slowly or through the rehearsal process, and when you're doing theatre or whatever, and, and you know, it's like you have those aha moments, and you're going to go, whoa, and it's, it's a beautiful feeling and stuff. But like, you you really have to um, be a lot, be aware, be 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 ready for them when they hit you on a on a, a spontaneous kind of a. Um, a, a, um, an idea or, yes. or a talk or whatever your your instincts you've got to be really tuned into your instincts your own instincts ready to go like boom and you know because it's so fast so yeah, completely um, different you know, to a film, as you say. You know, in a film, you're kind of, you, you know, your character kind of has one plot line as such. It's a lot more dragged yeah. out. You've more times for takes and rehearsal and all of that. This is a completely exactly. different ball game. You know, you've oh. got to really be oh, actor it's, it's, with a capital A now. You know what I mean <laughs> when it comes well, to this? Well, it's boot camp. It's yeah. going into, it's your, 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 you know, you're a, you're a Marine now, you know. You're <laughs> a US Marine. You're ready to go into the to the toughest areas in war-torn acting dumb, you know. It's, it's, it's um because you're 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 fully armed and you're honed and, and everything like that and and it's still actors always kind of maybe not off been driving home going oh god let her go take that when, yes you know, of course but it's it's um but yeah it's still yeah yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, Sorry, I'm in the I'm in the dentist at the moment, so I'm grand. just sitting out of form. Yeah, you're so um, she's asked me to fill out of form, but I'm grand. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, so it's like I, I yeah I didn't realize on Owen Road was an actor friend of mine who's in in Ballycastles with me as well. He he was telling me that um, he says you're, you're not going to believe how many people watch the show and how many people will recognize. And I was like, nah, really? And now I. Not that I didn't watch the show. I just don't watch shows. I don't yeah. watch much, much prime time television. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I couldn't believe it almost immediately, you know. And I'm now I'm getting recognised everywhere. And because I think maybe because this storyline is so good and the writing yeah. is so good that um, you know there's uh, a lot of interest in it and. Yeah, it's so important, Paul. And, and, and really, I think Fair City as a soap has, you know, always kind of been true to kind of what's going on in the world, responding to that and bringing it into the storylines. It really has uh, been, been fantastic in that. No date, we're going to be gripped by it over the next few weeks. Paul, it's been such a pleasure yeah, chatting with yeah. you. Good luck at the dentist there. It's, I don't envy well, you going into the dentist. Thanks very much. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a nice, it's one of those nice dental visits. It's fine, you know, it's going to be fine. You know? No teeth. I mean, don't pull anything out. No. Oh, <laughs> Listen, thank you so much. Wishing you yeah. continued success with this. Thanks a million for joining me. Thank you so much. Go Thanks a million. Paul Ronan. What a lovely guy. I Let me tell you, there's a lot of strands to this man that we could talk about. He's got a really, really interesting career, but uh, we're running out of time. Anyway, just to let people know, Fair City, it's moving nights, okay, to Friday nights. Okay, so the new schedule is Sunday at 8, Tuesday at 8, Thursday at 8.30 and Friday nights at 7.30 and RTE 1 and guaranteed great storylines to keep us entertained over the next few weeks. 11 to 1. 
Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy-efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818-774455. Going back in time to 1964, Courtney Cox was born today. And today and every year on June 15th, it's time to observe World Elder Abuse Awareness Day. So this is a serious issue, something that this day is aimed to raise much-needed awareness of. The elderly should be given support and protection all year round and today ensures their plight is not ignored. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Back to the music now. Here's Leanne Rhymes on LMFM's 11 to 1. Rhymes can't fight the moonlight on LMFM's 11 to 1. News at 12 is on the way, but after that, uh, Whittleganger, what on earth does it mean? All is going to be revealed in word foolery with, foolery with author Grace Tierney. Plus, I've got music from Coldplay, All Saints and lots more on the way. 11 to 1. On air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. All Saints, Pure Shores, from the year 2000 feel so old now I do Uh, more throwback anthems like that with Eddie Caffrey and the cruise a little bit later on and as always he always has a great lineup for the cruise every single day at half past three now back to the present moment and it's time for a party it's happening in the TLT Yes, Marty Morrissey's Marty Party Variety Show comes to the TLT Drada on Friday, June 24th, including special guests Eurovision winners Paul Harrington and Charlie McGedigan, Sandy Kelly, Drada Male Voice Choir, the Drada Brass Band are in there as well, Tommy Fleming and many more. Prizes crack galore on the night. Tickets are available right now from the TLT box office and the TLT.ie. Would you like to go along? I have a pair of tickets to give away. All you have to do, very simple, WhatsApp or text me the word party followed by your own details to 086-1800-658 and we'll pick a winner for those towards the end of the show. Lots in already. Do keep them coming in. You know, it's a great show. Lots there in the lineup. I mean, where would you get the like of it in one show? Amazing. TLT.ie for more information. Now it's time to check in with the world of celebrity. The Buzz on LMFM. With thanks to the LMFM app. Download for free now and take us with you everywhere you go. Hi, I'm Louise. Mabel says she's done with social media trolls. The 24K golden singer says negative criticism used to break her. But she tells us she's in a better place now. And I was going out on stage feeling like I wasn't good enough. And then, you know, that's never a good way to go out on stage. And then you're not performing to your best ability. And then it becomes an evil cycle because then people are like, well, that performance wasn't very good. And, you know, there'll always be things from performances to like what dress I wear and my weight and just things that like are hard to not Kim Kardashian reportedly damaged Marilyn Monroe's iconic dress after wearing it for the Met Gala last month. In a series of photos on Instagram, the Marilyn Monroe collection claimed there are missing crystals and some left hanging by a thread. The owner of the dress said that great care was taken to preserve it prior to Kim wearing it. More than a dozen countries are reportedly planning to ban Disney's new Lightyear movie. It's because the animated film includes a kiss between two female characters. Chris Evans, who voices the lead character Buzz, says it's very disappointing. It feels good to be a part of something that is making social progress, but it's uh, it's with this ribbon of uh, bittersweet frustration that at the same time there are still places that have not caught up. That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM. With thanks to the LMFM app. Download for free now and take us with you everywhere you go. Now, today is Word Foolery Wednesday. We have a head scratcher of a mystery word, courtesy of author Grace Tierney from Stamullen. She's going to be joining us very shortly, but we're wondering what does Whittleganger mean? 086 1800 658. Keep your suggestions coming in. There's some great ones here. We will get to them, I promise. Keep them coming in. Whittleganger. What is it? I was thinking. You know, because whittle and, you know, whittling down and, you know, wood carving is essentially what I came up with. So a wood carving gang. (laughs) But instead of beating you up, they just whittle you down to size, you know, with with their words is what I'm thinking. Uh, It's not that. Uh, 086-1800-658. Keep your suggestions coming in. We'll get to them very shortly. First, back to the music. Here's Coldplay. That was when I ruled the world. 
Coldplay, Viva La Vida on LMFM's 11 to 1. It is time to delve into the fascinating and downright strange origin stories behind words. Author Grace Tierney from Stamullen is with us for Word Foolery after these. 11 to 1. Yes, it is Word Foolery Wednesdays. Every month on the show, we delve into the fascinating and sometimes downright strange origin words, be, uh, origin stories behind words. And this month, our words are garden related. So we're discussing everything from blossom to our mystery word, whittleganger. And the girl who has a way with words, author Grace Tierney, is on the line. How are you doing, Grace? I'm very well. It's good to talk to you. Now, we've got everything from um, a woman who dresses provocatively. <laughs> for Whittleganger mm-hmm. to an ingrown toenail to you know because doppelganger is when you have two identical people doppel meaning double so is a Whittleganger a group of identical people somebody else is saying somebody oh. else saying this is interesting somebody who uh, won't doesn't know when to leave somebody's house um, somebody else saying a man or a woman in charge so all will be revealed very shortly do keep your suggestions coming in do not Google we will know 086 658 so so before we get into that, you know, it's suitably warm. There's kind of a bit of sun. So I think our garden team fits in nicely today. And I adore blossom trees, pink cherry blossom, all of that. So tell me, where does the word blossom come from? Well, at this time, it comes from the fact that I'm staring at my garden and going, oh, I love blossoms. <laughs> I really do. There's just something gorgeous and it just erupts for springtime and into the summer. So that's why I picked it. It doesn't have a huge story to it, but it is quite an old word. Um, it dates back to 1200 and it originally was Old English uh, blostma, which was a flower of a plant. And that came from a Proto-Germanic root word, which also gives us cousin words in German and Dutch. Um, but it's Although I think it's a gorgeous word, yeah. I, I think it needs to be used more. Um, it's largely superseded now with bloom uh, and bloom in the park, uh, which actually comes from Old Norse. So the Vikings gave us that one. And flower, which comes from French. Well, I think we need to bring back blossom. I think it's just prettier somehow. Yeah. Oh, it's such a pretty word. It really is. And in Japan, I think it is. Don't they have big blossom festivals and everything over there? They do. Um, yeah. Don't ask me the Japanese word. Oh, God, it. I wouldn't have a clue. No, but it looks but, uh, amazing. Yeah, it's a huge deal. And I'd yeah. love to go to that one day. That would be amazing. Oh, listen, we'll go together. We'll, we'll go yes. together, Grace. Absolutely. Now, no afternoon in the garden would be complete without a gazebo because just in case we need a bit of shower, shade or if we need some shelter from a shower, the gazebo is very useful in an Irish garden. It is. I think it's vital in an Irish garden, really. Um, And it's interesting. So you say gazebo and so do I. I wonder, is that the Irish pronunciation? Because I was trying to check, was I saying it right? Because I was going to be on the radio. Um, And there is another pronunciation, which is gazebo, where the Z is focused on more and it's gut rather than ga. I don't know. I think it might be American versus British English. Um, And there's also a bit of debate about what exactly a gazebo is. So the dictionary says there's three different versions. It's a small decorated building with roof and open sides, usually in a garden. A tent with open sides used for outdoor events, which I think is the one we're probably most familiar with here. Um, And a small shelter without walls in an open space where people can rest and relax. So some of them are much more constructed and architectural rather than just a tent, if you know what I mean. Um, But their history is amazing. I went into this thinking, ah, this would be easy. It goes way back. So basically, get your passport and your time machine. and uh, (laughs) We'll go around the world on this one. Um, As early as 2600 BC, the Egyptians had gazebos in their gardens, often placed beside fish ponds and possibly serving as temples. And they know this because it's in some of the paintings in the tombs, which is quite cool. Uh, The Greeks used theirs to shelter from the sun while discussing politics. And they also sometimes contain statues of gods. So they have a sort of a temple thing going on. Yeah. Uh, the Romans had theirs, only the wealthy had them and they were in their gardens. So it was a bit more gardeny. But the Persians, I love what the Persians did. with it. So they're famous for the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, which were one of the seven wonders of the world. They bring it to a whole new level. So they're gardening in a desert, essentially, because Persia is now Iran. Um, so their engineers, though, were able to bring melted snow water from the mountains to irrigate their gardens. And they had two story gazebos, two stories, which had marble floors, which were then cooled from below by the icy snow melt water. Amazing. Amazing. How Just opulent is that? Like, seriously. I, I want a Persian gazebo. I feel I deserve a Persian gazebo. <laughs> uh, so they, that's not even all of it. So the French then bring the gazebo to Europe. And in Tudor times, if you were wealthy again, you would have a garden gazebo, but it would be built in the same style as your actual house. So you oh. had like a little mini house. 
that was your gazebo in your garden. Um, and you also have the Chinese, they have their garden temples and pagodas, then these spread to Japan and they use them for the tea ceremonies. So basically gazebos go right around the world. Um, but they don't land in England until the mid 1700s in terms of having the word for it and it's thanks to an architectural design book. And there's two theories about how they came up with the word. So it may be a mangling of the French phrase, uh, que c'est beau, which means how beautiful. And if you say c'est beau, c'est beau, it does sound a little bit oh, like yeah, c'est beau. Yeah. yeah, so it may be that. But the more likely theory is that it's actually a joke, which oh. is kind of why I thought it would fit in well with you guys. <laughs> um, so Latin, obviously, very widely taught in uh, fee spaying, fee paying schools in England. So they would use, the students would like mangle words to create new words. So they reckon it's formed from the English word gaze, to view something, to look at your garden, uh, with the Latin suffix ebo, I shall. So I shall view. Wow. I'm loving this whole story behind this from the snow water mountains of, 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 of Persia to, you know, messing around with Latin words in England. This is fascinating. Now we've got a new appreciation for our gazebos in, in our gardens all over the place. Brilliant. Now, I've no idea what this is and I hope I'm going to pronounce this right. But what on earth is Boscaresque? Is it? Bos- Boscaresque. Yes. Yeah, I'm fairly sure that's how it's said. <laughs> if anybody wants to complain, they can text you. Um, it's quite an old word. I can't even remember where I came upon it, but uh, I just quite like it. So it's an adjective to describe a particularly scenic grove of trees. So if you're sort of going through the countryside, you know, sometimes you'll see a grove of trees on a, a mountainside or off in a field. That's Boscaresque. Which yeah. is just very fancy. Yeah, you could be um, very intellectual now if you're going on your car trips around the country and you could be like, oh, look at that. It's very Boscaresque scene yeah. there. Yeah, That's I love Boscaresque it. landscape. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could definitely use it. I, you'd have to be careful with how you used it because most people wouldn't know what it meant. But, you know, you could work with it. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty easy formation. It's from Latin. So boscum or boscus means wood in Latin. And then you add on the French suffix of esque. So you can use that for anything. Sinead Brazilesque or oh, whatever, right? Love um, and that always means looking like in a positive sense. And that forms the word. Um, but it's actually quite an old word. So it goes back in print to at least the 1600s. So there was a writer, quite famous chap, John Evelyn, and he was renowned for his gardens and his influence on forestry and gardening and landscaping. And one of his big fans was Samuel Pepys, you know, the famous diary writer. Yes. Yep. But it was actually a different contemporary who also said that his John Evelyn's gardens were that they were most Boscaresque. So we know it was definitely in print at that point, but it has fallen away in the intervening centuries. Like Blossom, we got to bring it back. I'm loving that one. I really am. Now, moving away from our lovely kind of garden themes, uh, you do have an interesting story behind the word cynical. I knew a little bit of this story and I went delving on it for the blog recently and I just thought I had to share it with you because it's a, it turns out to be a great old yarn. Okay. Um, so cynical, you probably already know what this means. So basically you believe that people are motivated purely by self-interest and you are distrustful of human sincerity. So I know there's nobody cynical listening to this show. It's certainly not <laughs> you, Sinead. But they did exist. And that's an adjective that's drawn from a Greek school of philosophy called the cynics. Okay, Um, but there are a few gaps in the story. So cynical arrives in English in the late 1500s to describe those philosophers. And the meaning shifts slightly over time because originally it's just those philosophers. And now it's the more modern meaning. So it just gradually evolves and is often expressed via sarcasm, which, of course, we never touch either. Um, But the School of Philosophy was originally founded by Antithens. I think I've said that right. He was a pupil of Socrates. And the word cynic is the Latin version of the original Greek word, Kinios, which translates literally as dog-like. Now, that oh. just caught my mind. Yes. Like, what? Philosophy, what? dog, that mean? Yeah. don't get this. I think they were actually, I think it's an ancient Greek slag term. I think they were slagging off the other philosophers. <laughs> That's okay. what's actually going on. So the name of the building where they met was the Kinosarg, which translates as the grey dog or silver hand, which does sound a little bit like the name of a pub, but it wasn't. <laughs> um, I know it sounds suspiciously like a pub. So I think their opponents named them the dogs because of where they actually practiced their philosophy. 
But what they valued was self-knowledge, discipline and restraint, which all sounds quite laudable. Um, and it was actually quite lucky that uh, the chief philosopher decided that his school would be open to both foreigners and the lower classes, which was unusual at the time, because his best known student, Diogenes, was both. And he became known as his faithful hound. So they oh. kept up the whole dog thing through this entire thing. But he was just amazing. I have to tell you about him. He was exiled from his home city for currency fraud. He then settled in Athens, which is where he gets into the philosophy. He lived in a barrel in the marketplace. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he begged for a living, advocated a simple way of life and declared himself a citizen of the world. Now, a citizen of the world is quite a common thing to say now. But yes. Back then, that was not what you did if you were in Greece, because it's all, you know, the Trojans versus yes. the Spartans. Versus, so it was very much pride in your state or region was hugely important. He didn't care about any of that. He used to go around Athens holding up a candle to the faces of the Athenians, saying that he was searching for an honest man and implying that he wasn't finding any. So he was not popular at all. He also used to sabotage the lectures of Plato, who obviously was a head honcho. Yeah. He used to bring food along to eat as a distraction. So Plato would be declaring something important and he'd be munching down on his lunch to annoy him. <laughs> he was later captured by pirates, sold into slavery and once met Alexander the Great um, in when he visited Corinth, which is where he was living at the time. Alexander was a massive fanboy super excited to meet Diogenes and but you know but you're living in part poverty what can I do to help you and Diogenes replies step out of my sunlight oh my god he was a character yeah. altogether oh I don't think he was very nice and no. I can see why people called him a dog yes I mean like when you're saying he's living in a barrel I just had images of Oscar the Grouch coming out of a dustbin <laughs> or something like that <laughs> maybe the Grouch was inspired by maybe. Diogenes it's possible <laughs> I love that. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I mean, we're going to be using this word cynical now, thinking of a guy in a barrel. Amazing. Yep. Uh, so we need to be put out of our misery. What on earth is a Whittleganger? Now, it's not. I don't think it's a group, a wood carving gang <laughs> like I came up with. Uh, what do we what? What is this word? What is it all about? I Honestly, I liked your suggestion. I did do because you mentioned it earlier. So I did a quick Google. So the collective noun for a wood carvers or a group of wood carvers is a splinter. So oh, there we go. Okay. I like that one as well. Oh, Bernda, Ka Carolyn's coming in saying, would it be a prison officer in a prison who blows his whistle? Oh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I kind of maybe say that because you'd sometimes whittle a whistle. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's complicated and obviously it is obscure. So, yes. you know, I can't give you guys easy ones. <laughs> right. So uh, a whittleganger is an old Yorkshire dialect word for a visitor who outstays <gasps> welcome. Hey, somebody so else uh, is getting that. Yes, yeah, uh, Anne-Marie so well and also Bernie in, in Balmacheny. Now, I hope you didn't, I hope you didn't uh, Google that now, Anne-Marie <laughs> and Bernie. We, you know, we hope it was just your own wise, uh, you know, brains that came up with this, but I love it. Uh, so I'm somebody sure. stay, outstays their welcome. Amazing. Yeah. I'm going to use this all the time. <laughs> and, and honestly, I have to say, I don't really know where it comes from in mm. terms of etymology. So gang is an old Scots word for going out. So uh, the best laid plans of mice and men oft gang a glay means they often go wrong. Um, and whittle is obviously cutting, you know, like taking little splinters off your wood or yes. your wood carving. That's fine. But that doesn't really explain how you get a whittle ganger for somebody who's, you know, you need to chuck them out of your garden party and they're not leaving. But that's who they are. Whittlegangers. Oh, brilliant. I'm going to use that now for the many Whittlegangers that'll probably visit me over the summer. <laughs> Grace, as always, thank you so, so much for a highly interesting and entertaining word foolery. You're very welcome. We'll talk to you next month. Thanks a million. 11 to 1. Oh, that was great word filled with you with Grace. Author Grace Tierney has a few books out. Her latest one is Words the Vikings Gave Us and you can find more information on what she does. Wordfoolery.wordpress.com Now back to the music. Here's Dermot Kennedy. Dermot Kennedy, Better Days on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now it's time for this. LMFM Job Search with thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. Quite a few for you on the list today. Sky Handling Partner Dublin Airport are recruiting bus drivers with full D driver licence required. Apply to jobs at shp.ie. Modern Fashions requires a part-time retail assistant position. To apply, please send your CV to info at modernfashions.ie. 
Gilmore's Kings Court, Mercedes-Benz, Nissan and Fuso truck dealers are hiring car and commercial technicians. Please email your CVs to ptully at gilmores.ie. Also, an engineering company requires mechanical engineering graduate for expanding manufacturing company in the Mid-Loud area. Please forward your CV to Tommy DeCourcy at orielattachments.com. Seapoint Golf Club are looking to recruit a full range of hospitality staff. Please email antonette.gregory at seapoint.ie for the details there. And Meath County Council requires an executive engineer. Please see current vacancies on the Meath County Council website. There's an information booklet and an application form there as well. And don't forget, you can check all of the details in the local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. There's Soft Cell, Tainted Love on LMFM's 11 to 1. want to say congratulations, Bridget Kane, you're in trim. You're going along to Marty Party Variety Show in the TLT Friday the 24th. Don't worry, I will have another set of tickets up for grabs tomorrow and late lunch we'll have a pair of tickets as well to give away later on in uh, on the show there. Now getting back to us and today and community leaders in the North East are being very much encouraged to apply for funding for the Coca-Cola Thank You Fund. They're now accepting applications and going to find out more about what's involved with Connor Nealon. He's Head of Public Affairs Communications and Sustainability with Coca-Cola Ireland. He'll join us after these. 11 to 1 Community leaders in the North East are being encouraged to apply for funding for the Coca-Cola Thank You Fund. They're now accepting applications. Now in its 12th year, the Coca-Cola Thank You Fund is continuing to take steps to create a nation of change champions. And there's grants totalling €100,000 now available to charities, community groups and non-profit organisations across the island of Ireland. So how do you apply? Well, joining me now to tell us more about the fund is Connor Nealon. He's Head of Public Affairs, Communications and Sustainability with Coca-Cola Ireland. How you doing, Connor? Hi, Sinead. Uh, thanks very much. Uh, and thanks for giving me the opportunity to tell your listeners about the fund. Oh, you're, we're delighted to have you because this is a really brilliant initiative run by Coca-Cola Ireland. Tell me, though, first of all, where did the idea to set up the fund come from? Yeah, well, the Coca-Cola Thank You Fund was set up in 2011 and it was set up originally to mark the 125th anniversary of the company. Um, and it's specific to Ireland, and that reflects the important role Irish operations of Coca-Cola play for the company all over the world. Um, so, you know, since 2011, Coca-Cola has donated over 1.2 million euro to more than 120 local community groups right across the island, north and south. And really, the idea is to support all kinds of programmes, big and small, and we supported many programmes in the education space, community development, environmental leadership. Uh, but this year, our theme is about investing in sustainable communities. And we have uh, three categories you can apply for. Uh, we're looking for programmes supporting education and resilience, uh, programmes supporting diversity and inclusion, and programmes that are supporting care for the environment. And uh, as you mentioned yourself, uh, the grants this year total €100,000. And we're looking for new ideas specifically aimed at programmes supporting young people aged between 16 to 25. And we do that kind of purposefully because we found young people in that age bracket are heading into young adulthood and they benefit from those peer learning activities and life skills. And many of those opportunities uh, were lost really dur- oh, during the course. pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. And as you say there, just to highlight that again, I mean, 1.2 million donated to over 120 charities. That is huge. And it's great to see a company like Coca-Cola giving back in this way. Can you give us an idea of some of the charities that might have benefited in the past? Yeah, absolutely. And grants generally, you know, are given out in 5,000 or 10,000 euro amounts. And we've had great examples of projects from this part of the country previously. Um, we launched uh, the programme this year at the Boomerang Youth Cafe. Oh, in great. Yeah, great organisation. Really, really amazing, inspiring facility providing all kinds of uh, music production, cooking classes, self-defence classes for young people. And, you know, they received uh, 5,000 euro in 2021 for a six-week work readiness course. But, you know, we funded the uh, Mosny Youth Theatre group, which was uh, a youth theatre experience for young people living in uh, the Direct Provision Centre at Mosny and that was to develop a programme of workshops, field trips, master classes for those participants. And then we've also uh, funded uh, SOSAD in Mead uh, to recognise the need for, you know, young people dealing with anxiety and to provide anxiety support working groups uh, to help young people to get together and learn how to to cope. Uh, But, you know, 
across the country, there are amazing examples of projects. In Donegal, uh, a surf group called Liquid Therapy received €10,000 last year and are using those funds to extend uh, therapeutic surfing to young people with adaptive Amazing. Yeah, oh, you're giving great examples there. And so how does this work then? Tell us about the application process. You're looking now for community leaders around this neck of the woods to get in touch and apply now for this funding. We absolutely are. And as we said before, no idea is too big or too small. Um, applications are now open and they'll be open until midnight Wednesday, 20th of July. And they can be submitted uh, via coca-cola.ie forward slash thank you. Um, we know when people hear about application processes, they think there's a lot of paperwork involved, but this is a very straightforward application process online. So we encourage as many people to get involved as possible and as many groups. Um, to let you know, leaders of the shortlisted projects are invited to a skills and networking workshop that helps them to improve their pitch uh, before presenting their ideas to a panel of judges in September. And if you're shortlisted, there is a good chance that you will receive some kind of funding. Uh, but communities also have the opportunity to vote for their favourite project from our People's Choice Award too. So, as I said, no idea is too big or too small and all of the information is available at coca colon ie forward slash thank you. I think it's incredible. I really do. And I know that there's going to be so many charities and community groups that are going to benefit from this fund. It's a really positive thing that Coca-Cola are doing it for charities and community groups. Uh, thank you so, so much, Connor, for joining me today with all that information. Thanks very much, Sinead. Thanks a million. So as Connor says, you have till midnight, Wednesday the 20th of July. As he mentioned there, no idea is too big or too small. Coca-Cola.ie forward slash thank you. That's where you're going to find all the information. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you so much for your company as always. We leave you with Laura Isabor. Have a great day. Chat to you tomorrow. 11 to 1. 